Breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 77, and I am Tani Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin. We are here to debunk the junk, all those stories that we tell ourselves in our various emotional states that just make things harder. So here we are again, once again. Uh, how are you, Tani? I am doing well. I'm just at my house today uh-huh. taking care, taking care of Hubby Dave. He he had a surgery. He's doing really well, but you know, he can't do all the things for himself. So I got to hang tight at, ho- at my house for a little while. Well, it clearly the right choice. So in one of the, one of the miracles of technology is we can, we can have you just call in this way. So this is great. So I'm all, all our best to hubby Dave. Um, and hopefully he's, hopefully he's a good, uh, a good patient um, more often than not. So far, so good. Oh, (laughs) that's good. That's good. All right. Well, uh, so, well, thank you to uh, everybody who is uh, listening in. If you're listening live this morning, good morning. If you are listening to this as a podcast, remember you can get this as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for doing so, for subscribing, for leaving us a review. We really appreciate it. You can also find the video feed for every episode at our YouTube channel. Just look up Breaking Up With RBS and you'll find us. We also have a Facebook group of the same name that you can join and get uh, info and content between episodes that come out weekly. Tawny also has a six-week self-mastery course where you can take all the concepts that we talk about and apply them in your own context, in your own life, and you can find that at unperfectyourself.com. And every second Saturday of the month, going forward, we do a free webinar introducing... uh, to all these different uh, techniques that we talk about, and it's free on Zoom. It's at 9 a.m. Pacific time every second Saturday of the month, and uh, yeah, and you can join us for an hour, and it's a chance for to try things out for free, ask any questions, experience it for yourself. We just keep adding more and more stuff, Tony. Isn't it great? It is great. It's great to add all the stuff. And none of the BS, right? None of the BS, right. Yeah, the, a constant process of reducing the amount of BS that's causing us issues. So, all right. And so uh, you might have noticed, if you've been listening to the last few episodes, we started a series that we've given the very professional name, uh, Flinging Your Poo series. <laughs> Which, uh, <laughs> and what we mean by that, of course, embracing the motif of this show uh, is those big, those big things uh, that all of us can relate to that we make up stories about. So we've talked about how we take in the news. We've talked about the, the fears of getting old. And we're taking on some of those big things. So this is the third episode in that series. Uh, so what, uh, what poo are we flinging around today, Tawny? <laughs> the poo of 
flipping the switch, like making the change overnight. Oh, okay. Right. We all want things to happen so quickly. As soon as we sort of have some ability to understand it from a logical perspective, we feel like, boom, the next day we should just be um, in line with it and it should be easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then the story, when it, it turns out not to be that way, that there must be something wrong that we can't flip the switch? Well, certainly we could decide all kinds of things. There, there could be something wrong with us. We, we could have a lot of stories about not about what happens because the switch doesn't get flipped. Mm-hmm. But I think the story, the story of any expectation of the, the switch being able to just flip like this, okay. um, I think is the problematic one. Okay. The expectation that that, that can do that, that we think that's even possible. And that we want it so badly. We think that's the way that this is going to make things better. Mm-hmm. As opposed to? Well, as opposed to understanding that we are habitual creatures <laughs> and that with each repetition of an action, it becomes more and more familiar. And that is the part that makes it over time, like in quotes, easier. Mm. It's, it's the reps. Um, to create familiarity that then allows us that newfound freedom of, of action and whatever else comes along with it that, what it, that, that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What comes to mind for me is, is that, that uh, phraseology of the, the mountaintop experience, like you have a, you know, this revelation or this big moment of, of clarity or something like that, and you can feel really amazed by it, empowered by it, excited by it. And then at some point you have to go down the mountain, right? You have to travel down the mountain and you have to continue to live your life off the mountain, right? So it's, it's in that practice, it sounds like is what you're getting at, that, that we don't always do as well with recognizing that we have to keep acting on these things and keep, you know, to make these things, to integrate these things a little bit more. Yeah. And I think what just came up for me when you were saying that too, is I think that, you know, those, those epiphanies or those, like, um, those moments where we've just created and, and experienced even from an embodied place, clarity, Mm -hmm. those are moments that actually occur when we're in an easeful, easeful enough place. Right. I'm talking about like when we're in a state of struggle and like the flipping of the switch and the struggle around flipping of the switch, right? When we're in a state of struggle, when we're in a state of pain, when we're in a state of discomfort, where we're just like, I want this to be different. And we're pushing and we're pushing and we're just like, why can't there be an easy hack? Why can't there be this, um, you know, this, this ability to flip the switch and then all of a sudden this pain is gone. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Right. That's the part that doesn't quite work, right? But, but it's a great, great to point out, like you, those epiphanies we're looking for come from a state of ease and flow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, typically. Right, right, they do. And, so, and then the importance of continuing to practice that is what allows for a more effective building upon those things as a practice, seems to me. 
anything that we want to make more familiar, we've got to practice. Absolutely. Like, like sports, we know this, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) I want to do well in the big game on Saturday. I have to practice. (laughs) Right. Or, you know, or in, in making changes in, in diet and nutrition, you know, or exercise that, you know, we have, we have no trouble recognizing that you, you don't just get to make one change and everything changes, right? Everything fixes or you have a new habit. It, but in this area of kind of those epiphanies or that, um, those, that emotional growth, maybe, we seem to want it faster with less effort, it sounds like, when we're in that story. And uh, yeah, it doesn't work that way. And yet, where do you think that comes from? Is it just the desire? Is it as simple as just we want to avoid pain? Great question. You know, where does it come from? We're, we're conditioned in a lot of ways to, you know, not to avoid pain for sure. And, and we're conditioned in a lot of ways to think that we can, you know, sort of just like learn something new, learn a new concept, and then sort of it just, you know, be, be in place for us. Okay, we've learned it. Now just do it this way. It makes sense. So in any given moment that it's required, go ahead and do it this way. Um, but the, the trouble that we find is that, you know, our moods fluctuate. Um, our energy levels fluctuate, mm-hmm. um, our relationships, you know, do the, do the ebb and flow of the dance too. Like there's a lot of constant change that's happening that an idea doesn't hold shape necessarily for us to then just put it in place the next day or the next week. Right. Yeah. And, what, and alongside with that, that, that feeling, if it comes on the heels of a kind of an epiphany, um, even for, you know, can't always replicate that feeling either, right? That 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 sense of that. And so I, you know, I, I I'm thinking of of being in situations like that myself once upon a time. And where were my stories going? You know, there was a I would sometimes have this urgency to try and get back to that space, right? The, almost and and increasingly getting frantic to get back there. The longer it seemed to be elusive, and then all of a sudden the stories and and beating myself up for oh I'm I'm losing where I was or I'm I'm uh, spent two steps forward and one step back and 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 before I knew it adding stress upon stress upon stress to the situation where I was actually as you pointed out to me once in a different context turning the solution into a problem <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 well if if we like to solve problems we'll turn all kinds of things into problems <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can continue to practice the solve. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and, and, and really one of the most important things that I've, I've picked up in all of this is um, the problem can just be there. And even the, even if it's a problem, that itself doesn't have to be a problem. If that makes sense. Right. We all have them. We all have those problems. We all have those dilemmas. We all have those challenges. We're talking about not fighting against that reality. Mm-hmm. That's really what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. And because the more that we fight and the more that we push and the more that we um, desire things to be different, we tense up in the body and we constrict and contract and there's no room for flow. Mm-hmm. So we want things to be different so badly that we, and, and right now, that we tense all up, we crunch all up, we protect ourselves, and we don't allow for any flow. 
So nothing's going to change in the way that we prefer if we're not allowing for any flow. (laughs) And the irony there, of course, is that you then have to, in order to have that flow, you got to not be so frantically trying to quote unquote, get to it, get back to it. It's that's, that's where that subtle shift between the mind, the the thinking space and the body space comes into play. Cause getting into the body is where that comes from in the first place. Like you pointed out, that's where those big realizations come from, you know, but then trying to get back there, it's usually the brain driving that whole thing, that thinking space of what do I have to do to get back there? What's the, what's the problem or what are the series of things or obstacles I have to get out of the way when really what we talk about every week is just getting back into the body <laughs> could probably handle all that without all the obstacles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing too, you know, um, um, being able to get into the body, you know, part of the flipping of the switch is like, okay, great. I just want to be in my body with and feel good now. Yeah. Now I, I know this thing. So <laughs> fantastic. So now I want to be in the body. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. I want to be in the body. Right. But I want to feel better now. <laughs> how many times so do I have to do tell this? Tell me how to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many times do I have to do this before it's just normal right? all the time? <laughs> it, right. And so that, that's the part, right? That's the part of sort of like the, the trouble with that flipping of the switch story. Like if we could just you know, get that out of here, right? Like, just like that is a myth, mm-hmm. right? Because we are a ebb and flow and a dynamic. So in one moment, we're going to feel this emotion out of the emotional wave. Another moment, we're going to feel, you know, at a different place in the wave, right? So if we are pushing and pushing and pushing to be at just one part of the wave, <laughs> we will be unsuccessful. We want the wave to flow. Yeah. So there's nothing about the switch flipping in the flow of the wave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You simply have to ride. Is by wave, are you envisioning like a ocean wave? Is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 A a wave of, you know, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, it, it, it ebbs and it flows. Mm -hmm. Right. So we want flow and body as we've talked about, right? So um, flipping of the switch is more of a hard sort of like a, of a, um, a shift. It's, it's a hard shift, mm-hmm. right? What, we're, what, what, what would be more helpful to us all is if we could allow for the flow of the wave through the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the... <laughs> It, I'm I'm chuckling because uh, when you put it in the in the the visual of being in the water, being in the ocean with the wave, um, it's kind of going against the very it's going against nature. If you're trying to fight against a wave, it never works. The wave is there whether you whether you no matter what you think about it, feel about it, <laughs> it's still coming because that's what a wave does. <laughs> so you know, better to roll with it flow with it, you know, and, and do what you can. I have the, I have the visual of surfing on that. Right. And once you catch that, you are still being pushed forward by that wave, no matter what kind of zigging and zagging you do on it. And, uh, it is interesting that in so many other areas of life, we acknowledge, yeah, this just takes like, this takes practice in order to stay, to get in shape. You have to stay consistent in order to eat healthier. You have to keep eating healthy. You don't just hit a spot, but in this area, emotions, boy, 
these seem to be the ones we want to short circuit that that flow. Because for whatever reason, we've told ourselves the story that it's too hard. Well, we've, we've been conditioned since we were really little not to, that, that many people are uncomfortable <laughs> with a lot of different kinds of emotion, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So we could have been taught when we were really little that, you know, it's not okay to be, you know, have this emotion or that emotion. And you've got to tighten it up and hold it in your body, which then we're learning to already become tense in our body in order to hold those in place mm-hmm. at a really young age. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, yeah. then we so carry then, them. Then we carry them, right? We, we actually practice them. We're actually proving our point from the other direction. We've conditioned and then practiced those so often for so long that one, they be they feel like they're second nature, and two, that we we can tell ourselves that that's normal, and that a lot of the stories come from that place of telling ourselves, "Oh, that's how it is for everybody." And what we're suggesting is doesn't have to be. <laughs> well, your body's not going to be able to tolerate it for your whole life if you want to live a long life, mm-hmm. right? At some point, your body's going to start breaking down because that holding on to tension in the body for years and years and years and years is going to uh, create a breakdown. Yeah. And, and we, and we see it all the time in a lot of different ways in our family, with our friends, communities, like we, we, if we're around people, (laughs) we see this all the time. And that's part of it is that, you know, that, that tension that we've been holding for so long is turned into other sort of chronic kinds of things in the body. Yeah. Um, so, so flow, flow is what we're looking for. Not the flip of the switch, but flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, it's a much, um, it's easier <laughs> when you're in flow, you know, and it's, and that's the irony is that's the very thing that we're looking for, right. Is more, more ease. And yet are those conditioned and practice responses that are against flow, right, <laughs> are completely counterproductive. The very opposite of what we could do in order to get into that place and really the only place to get it. That's the thing that's been remarkable for me. And I, 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 it's, a, it's a constant experience for me every day of recognizing when I'm not in flow. Right. When something is backed up, when I'm holding on to something or when there's a story going on, it literally is a daily, sometimes hourly, sometimes moment by moment practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Because you need we all need more reps allowing for flow to allow for that to be more and more familiar. Mm-hmm. And we know that as things become more familiar, then they become easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and as we've talked about on, on all these episodes and we cover in the webinar and, or the, the workshop and, and all the other things we do accessing, you know, kicking off that process of accessing that part of the body, the, the, the central nervous system, that flow part of the system. It's not like there's a million steps to it. <laughs> it's something that, we can connect to just about anywhere, whether it's, you know, because we're breathing all the time. So we have the ability, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, to become aware of our breathing and to become more intentional with it. 
the softening around the eyes and the jaw and the tongue and all of those things can be done anywhere. I, I find myself, you know, sitting at a, at a stoplight sometimes. I'm like, oh, I need to soften a little bit. Can breathe and, and smile on the inside, right? And it's, that's the thing. And it's one reason why we do this show is because it's not a complex 15-step process to start accessing that. It's actually much simpler than that. But it gets cluttered up, at least for me. I get, it gets cluttered up with thoughts and stresses and the daily routine and all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah, I don't know. That's just what comes for me. Yeah, it's, it's many of us um, are, you know, we live in, live in from a mental thinking space, you know, 95 to 97% of the time. So we're always sort of thinking about something something in the past, something in the future, something to solve, something to evaluate, something to analyze, something to do something with, make a plan for. So we're doing all of this thinking. And like you said, long time ago, you thought your body was just sort of like the holder of your, of yourself, yeah, right? Like, like of the think, cause, cause, cause what you were here to do was to do all the thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and it's not. I mean, this it's um, the body is not just a wondrous machine because it holds the brain and keeps everything alive. It actually, the level of it, it was such an it was such a reversal of my own understanding of of how all this worked, you know, and um, to recognize, learn to recognize where I hold stress in my body, and where stress and where feeling comes in different emotional states was something to the point where, you know, learning to listen to my body so that when I felt pain or energy or discomfort in one spot, that was actually able, I've, I've been learning to, to, to recognize what that means. Like, oh, okay, I'm, this is the feeling that's following from that. Rather than figure out what the feeling is first and then maybe it hurts in my body, but then I don't do anything about it. You know, if my shoulder hurts, I'll take some Advil, you know, <laughs> rather than breathe into it, rather than just soften the body and see what happens you know that the 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 level of somatic knowledge that we have at our disposal and that many of us never learn how to access right is immense and it it truly is life-changing and it has been in my experience Mm -hmm. yeah what just came up for me is is um remembering um remembering not because I experienced it or can remember my experience is that um, the somatic part of ourselves is what turns on first when we're a brand newborn baby, Yep. right? The body, the body knows what to do. The body knows how to breathe. The body knows how to start to soothe. Now, certainly it needs the help of, of another person for a long time, but the body knows to cry, to, you know, alert. Mm-hmm. Right. The, 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 the breath pattern, the wave of the breath for a baby is that full wave like pattern. Mm-hmm. Right. You can see it if they're laying on their back through the stomach and through the chest. Right. Like, and, and we lose that as we go through and our lives and develop, you know, ways that we learn how to deal with our emotions, whether those are healthy or not. And then, and then ways to sort of, um, learn how we're supposed to be thinking about things depending on how we've been conditioned to think about things so all the while the somatic part of ourselves goes sort of like 
un, we're unaware of it, even though the body is carrying all of it. Mm -hmm. But we're not tuned in. We, we didn't learn to stay tuned into that part of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, it really is remarkable when when we discover it, that it's been there all along. Right. The, the image that comes to mind, it's, it's wild. But the image comes to mind is thinking, you know, you're sitting in a room and and our thinking space is a, is a certain amount of money you have. Right. And this is what I've got to make my life work, not knowing that in the closet, if you just opened it, there's a whole lot more money in there to work with. Right. The somatic side of things. I mean, just not even knowing that it's there. Uh, that was my experience. And so to me, I've been feeling like to stick with the money theme. I feel like I've been playing with house money ever since. <laughs> like, like, oh, wow. I didn't know this all existed. And thank goodness what I was conditioned over 45 plus years from that to do, I don't require another 45 to unravel, right? It's amazing how much change can come with a regular practice of getting into the body and the effect that it has. It's like, it, it feels sometimes like it's just supercharging things, right? Um, those shifts, you know? Yeah. You're starting to, when, when we get in the body, we can like renew, we can renew and recharge and plug in on our own. The, the body has a, a lot of different resources for us if we're working strategically with it from, from an embodied place. Um, getting it, you know, going back to the getting enough sleep, getting enough fuel, working with energy management. Mm -hmm. And we don't know any of this or all of it, enough of this, unless we're talking to our body, you know, letting our body talk back to us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there's always more to discover. And I'm in this, um, I'm enjoying the discovery of all of that, you know, in all these mm -hmm. areas and what, what better sleep is doing, better diet is doing regular exercise. Um, I just discovered with the help of my trainer the other day, the importance of stretching, <laughs> You know, um, and I didn't realize mm -hmm. how tight I felt in a lot of my muscles until I did these stretches that he showed me. And suddenly I didn't feel them anymore. It was like a new state of being that I didn't even recognize I was in, you know. Um, and this is similar in that regard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So. All right. I always used to. I always. Yeah, go. No, no, I think go we're ahead. running out of time, aren't we? No, no, go ahead. Finish. No. No, I was just going to say, you know, I always used to think about and, and, and tell some folks um, that I was working with sort of like a, a, an inflexible mind is an inflexible body and vice versa, right? So mm. we want to keep sort of, you know, flexibility of the mind and flexibility of the body. They work hand in hand. Oh, man. That's just a mic drop right at the end. That's, <laughs> that's really good. You got to put that in meme up on our on our. Uh, our Facebook page our, in our group in our, okay. yeah, absolutely need to do that. That was fabulous. What a great way to end. Thank you so much for uh, Tawny. That was, that was fun to talk about. Um, all awesome. right. And I hope hubby day feels better soon. And thank you to all of you out there listening to this episode of breaking up with our BS. Uh, we will be back next week, taking a look at another way in which we all tend to fling our poo around until then. I am JDK Winnikin. <laughs> and I am Tawny Santa Maria. <laughs> and I won't play with it that name too often i promise <laughs> we'll see you all next week everybody i don't think he felt anything after the crash who's like yeah. i'm in my groove here we go